When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly, from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues, as of fire, appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? Wieso hören wir sie dann jeder in unserer eigenen Sprache, in der wir geboren wurden? Pater und Meder und Elamiter und wir Bewohner von Mesopotamien, Judäa und Kappadokien, Pontus und Asia, Phrygien und Pamphylien, Ägypten und von den Gegenden Libyens bei Kyrene und die hier weilenden Römer, Juden und Proseliten. Judein과 유대교로 개종한 이방인들도 있으며 또 그레타 사람과 아라비아 사람도 있는데 우리가 다 하나님의 놀라운 일을 각자 우리 말로 듣고 있지 않는가? 그들은 모르 놀라고 당황하여 이것이 어찌 된 일인가 하고 서로 물었다. 그러나 어떤 사람들은 잔뜩 술에 취했군 하며 제자들을 조롱하였다. Entonces Pedro poniéndose en pie con los once alzó la voz y les habló diciendo: Judíos y todos los que habitáis en Jerusalén, esto es ser notorio y oír mis palabras, pues estos no están borrachos como vosotros suponéis, puesto que es la hora tercera del día. Pero esto es lo dicho por el profeta Joel. Dans les derniers jours, dit Dieu, je répondrai de mon esprit sur toute char. Vos fils et vos filles prophétiseront, vos jeunes gens auront des visions et vos vieillards auront des songes. Oui, sur mes serviteurs et sur mes servantes, dans ces jours-là, je répondrai de mon esprit et ils prophétiseront. Je ferai paraître des prodiges en eau dans le ciel et des miracles en bas sur la terre, du sang, du feu et une vapeur de fumée. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you all for reading the scripture this morning. Thank you, Angie, for arranging that. Today we celebrate Pentecost, the birthday of the Christian church. And so we listen to scripture in different languages to remember that on that first Pentecost in Jerusalem, it was filled with devout Jews from all over the known world of the Roman Empire. They were there celebrating the Feast of Weeks, called Harvest Festival, really. It was these folks whose lives became ablaze with God's presence and who passed on the torch of fire to ignite the hearts of others. As they heard, as they understood, people speaking in their native languages about God's deeds and God's powers, they were bewildered. They were perplexed. 
They were amazed. They were amused. And they wondered, just as we might have, what does it mean for our life? And of course, not everybody, not everybody was moved by what God poured out on them or by what others proclaimed about him. Philosophy professor Dallas Willard says one of the hardest points to get past in spiritual formation is that in order for us to be spiritually transformed, we have to not want what we now want. Hear that again, will you? We have to not want what we now want. And so here, St. Peter, giving his first apostolic sermon, standing with other disciples right at his side, he's already repented for his painful, painful denial of Jesus. And now he steps up to the plate, and he becomes the leader of the disciples. And now he's talking to these uneducated Galileans, those folks who have been empowered by God's Spirit to speak so that they might be moved to proclaim the word of the Lord. He tells them, look, they're not drunk. For God's sakes, it's only nine in the morning. Pay attention. He tells them they're speaking what the prophet Joel prophesied almost 800 years before. That God would pour his spirit upon all flesh. And sons and daughters would prophesy. He's speaking of the fulfillment of what Jesus had commanded them. Princeton professor Stephen White says, the Holy Spirit really is a holy wind. It's a wind that moves things. We forget all too often that the church is a movement of God's Spirit. It's about what God has already done through Jesus Christ and about what God is doing through believers today, common folk, just like you and me. In a historical instant, the church of Jesus Christ grew from two women at the foot of the cross to 12 disciples to a worldwide church of one Lord, one Spirit, and one God of everybody. And it's from this event, 50 days after Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection, that the symbol of the United Methodist Church was born, a cross and a flame, symbolizing Christ's presence with us through Christ being risen from the dead and believers being filled with the Holy Spirit. Ten days after Jesus ascended into heaven. And we call it Pentecost. Pentecost really means 50. 50 days. It's also where the United Methodist Church found its motto, open hearts, open doors, and open minds. 
It's about spirit. And it was from that event that the Methodist movement began in England with John Wesley and his altergate experience, May 24th, 1738. He said, I felt my heart strangely warm. And in that moment, that moment turned into a movement that spread throughout England and the United States. And by 1870, by 1870, 40% of the entire United States claim Methodist as their faith. As their faith denomination. People felt this movement of God's Spirit in their lives. They felt Christ was present to them, filling them, surrounding them, holding them, and moving them with grace and with love that they knew that they needed in their life. It's from that event that Righteous Mission was born here in the heart of Clarkston with high school youth building ramps, I'm told, for local residents. Then it grew to include adults that first went to Redbird and now they're off doing other things. On Sunday morning, the angels in training, they all throughout the year do different projects to support a multitude of ministries. And the middle schoolers now go to Motown Mission. And the newest group we just heard from this morning, I'm just so proud of this group, that our college youth are together and continuing to do righteous mission as they did in high school. They want to do it. And the church respond, has responded to them so that they can. And it's through your support that it's possible. It's only through your support that it's possible. It's a movement of God's Spirit. We need to remember that God did not give the Spirit just to individuals, but gave it to the community. They are gifts of the community. It's not a program. It's a ministry. It's a calling. It's a calling by God to go where God calls us to go and to do what God asks of us. As a community of faith. Not as individuals. Leonard Sweet, one of my favorite authors, says that estranged is the opposite of a strangely warmed heart. I like that. That makes sense to me. I hope it does to you. Estranged is the opposite of a strangely warmed heart. What that says to me is that Jesus can only live in my life if he lives in our lives. Since it is the holy group, the holy midst, the Holy Spirit, which empowers us as Christ's body and enables it to be holy, meaning we follow. Holy just means that we follow Christ. All three synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, tell the story of John the Baptist saying, I baptize you with water, 
but one who is much more powerful than I is coming. I'm not worthy to untie the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So prepare, he says. Remember your baptism, as Martin Luther looked in the mirror and said every day to himself. Martin, remember your baptism. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who is the way, the truth, and the life. I want you to remember this this morning. Remember your baptism. We say a lot of stuff in the church. We say a lot of stuff. I'm just a messenger. I've wanted to do this since I got here. Load up. Remember your baptism and be grateful. Tried to get Rick to do this. I told him he's missing a boat. I learned this from a good Catholic. I got you covered, Rick. Remember your baptism and be grateful. Remember your baptism and be grateful. In the name of the one who calls you, who gives you life, the one who gives you all good gifts. You didn't think I could get it over there, did you, huh? Oh, I miss this young lady here. I'll be careful. This is my, this is a cub master. I want to be very careful here. That's right. So, right. Did I get you? It's important I did. It's very important to me that I do this. So, Rick's at conference. I get to play. (laughs) Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And we find that in this church. I have had more fun here for two years. I cannot tell you how grateful I am to be among you. So, I'm not going to do the balcony. So, my wife and my daughter said I should bring a super soaker. I said, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, yes, here, I can, yeah. Some people I know better than others, so here. So. <laughs> you tell Rick he ought to get one of these. We're not air conditioning here yet, are we? So, now the choir thinks that they're not going to get this, they're wrong. So... I'm known for preaching short sermons, but I didn't say this time would be short, so. I won't go near the organ. I will not. I know better. I know better than that. Just a touch. Y'all have got nice robes on, so. So right here. Mary, we're blessing you twice because I know. Right. Right. Remember your baptism and be grateful. Drums. Can't go near drums. Okay, it's only fair. (laughs) One thing we have in common in this church is we have fun. And you have to, when you're having fun, you're learning. When you're having fun, 
when you're having fun, you, you're into what you're doing. And, and uh, I'm just grateful to be here. I really am. Uh, this is just a great church. And, and there's, you feel there's, there's a movement here. There just is a movement. We're not just getting through the year. We're doing stuff intentionally. And uh, we're building for the community to join us. And uh, it's just very exciting. I believe that when Jesus appeared to his disciples in the upper room, he was saying, look, boys, this is not about my death and resurrection that I'm appearing to you. Now, you've got to understand, this is a gospel according to Hal. But I do not think he was talking about his death and his resurrection. But he was there to talk to them about their understanding of what he expected of them to carry out ministry. And it wasn't a suggestion, it was a command. He commanded them to go into all the world. And so as a benediction, that's why I always say, go and be the church. Because I think that's what Jesus would have said now. Just go be the church. This is the Great Commission. It really is that we go into all the world and spread the gospel. And it goes along with a great commandment. Love God and love others. And we can do it. It's easy for Methodists to do this. Easier than any other denomination. Do you know why? It's because Branch Rickey said so. He and Jackie Robinson were longtime Methodists. And Ricky chose Robinson to be the first black major league ball player in 1947, the year I was born. Because of his ability to cope with the challenges that he knew he would face with the Brooklyn Dodgers. When he was asked why he chose Robinson over all the other possibilities. And there were other good, good ballplayers. He said, it's easy. He said, I'm a Methodist. Robinson's a Methodist and God's a Methodist. <laughs> You're going to use that line once in a church. It's too bad. Ricky coached Robinson not to fight, but to act like Jesus. He taught him to turn the other cheek and to witness to his faith by doing what he could do best and by showing others who he was because of Christ's spirit in him. And so I say to us, go be the church. Go be Christ's witness. Carry out Jesus' mission and ministry as disciples. It's not a suggestion. It's a commandment of Jesus. And he commissions us with his spirit and with his power. And so Jesus baptizes us with his spirit every day. If we simply are willing to be his witnesses in the world. So go. Go and be the church. Amen.